This is the Manuscript Academy podcast, episode 013, and we have a new feature for you today, First Pages with an Expert. Today's guest is Linda Camacho of Prospect Agency. I'm Julie Kingsley. And I'm Jessica Sinsheimer. And our new feature is all about bringing you little bits of the First Pages panel, one at a time. So what we're going to do is read a first page and then talk about it. If you'd like us to consider your first page, send it to academy at manuscriptwishlist.com with first page podcast in the subject line. So this first page is called Strawberry Season, and it is by our very own Julie Kingsley. I pick up the gun, making sure not to ruin my new manicure and pull the carnival rifle to my chest, peering down the barrel at the long rows of colors until I see the first yellow star, just like at target practice. Thank you, Dad. Brace the legs, grip the ground, take a deep, centering breath. Give my hips a little swirl to the beat of the music, pumping its way through the Saget, I'm going to ruin this, Saget Hawk Strawberry Festival. And boom! Bullseye. Two more to go. I turn to Renee, my oldest friend in Maine, and the most down-to-earth chick I know, and say, I'm going to bring home a two-foot strawberry. I gesture to the obscene-looking overripe stuffed fruit hanging from a large hook in the ceiling. Renee raises unplucked brows underneath fringy bangs. Just what you need at the blueberry farm. She leans in close and whispers, Seriously, all of these games are rigged. Don't waste your money. If you waited tables with me at the muffin, you wouldn't be basting at all on this ridiculousness. Play with me. Live a little. I raise a gun in the air. Come on. You know you want to. I've got to go to the bathroom. You're picking the porta potty over my mission? Renee points past the tilt-a-whirl toward the line that extends almost all the way around the funhouse. You are a total freak. Stay right here. The cell service is horrible. If I lose you, I might not be able to find you again. And trust me, it's a long walk back home. I give her a cheeky wink. You are a freak, California girl, Renee says, before shoving both hands in her sweatshirt and heading into the crowd. Okay, this is a tricky one, actually, because when I was reading, I was going, this is really, this is a really good first page. Honestly, it's really strong. What I especially love is that the voice is so clear and it's light and it's fun. So, oh, this is hard. Okay. But again, I'm going to be kind of spitballing here. So I was looking at the first line. I pick up the gun making sure not to ruin my new manicure. And I really love that just the juxtaposition of the two, the manicure and the gun. And initially I thought it was, you know, like a gun gun. And then we quickly see that it's a carnival rifle. So it makes it, I thought that was funny. I kind of laughed about that. So again, just an idea and it has nothing to do with the craft. And I was going, oh, well, since you kind of reveal that it's a carnival rifle right away, it would be kind of amusing if you pulled it out just a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like, I pick up the gun, and you can still mention the manicure because it does kind of jar you in a kind of amusing way. Uh, pull the rifle to my chest, peering down the barrel, and you're thinking, oh, okay, like this is a thing. And then you kind of hit us with the humor. So like maybe pull it out just a little bit more, but that's just a random idea. I mean, I think that this is a really strong page and I'm kind of at a loss for words. Um, but this is a good page. You should have given me a bad page, Julie. <laughs> should have given me a bad one. So maybe I should ask you, so the gun ends up being an important piece later on, okay. you know, her, her prowess with the gun. So that, that point of starting there, but then having kind of a really light tone, if there's some darkness coming, do you think that the darkness should hit that first page at all? I think so. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. say so too. Yeah, I, I think, and you know, I'm sure you agree too, Jessica, that you do want to give, so if in general let's say you had no darkness here, right? And then you hit it, you hit me with it later, it's going to be too jarring. And I'm going to go, wait, where did this come from? 
I thought I was reading this kind of story. It's not. So I like that you're indicating it here. Um, and that's why I mentioned you can even drag it out just a little longer. But even so, what you have here is really good. And I like that light foreshadowing. And I really like the way information's revealed here. You go through this beginning paragraph and it's just so sensory. You see the gun, you see the manicure, you see the carnival, um, you see all these colors, you see the star, you see a target, you see dad, you imagine her as a kid, you think legs. And that's just <laughs> in like, what, the first three lines? Um, it's a lot. And it's so interesting because a lot of the time we're saying, put as much as you can into those first few lines. And... It's rare. I feel like for me, this is just on that border of how many images can you fit per square sentence and how many do you want to? Mm -hmm. And so it's really fascinating how an image can really bring us into the story in a way that very little else can. I remember one time I was reading queries and there was this beautiful steaming lasagna in the first line and (laughs) something about that, I suddenly (laughs) cared and wanted lasagna. Um, So appealing to us on that human level is really great and it's real. I mean, it makes this very real, very fast. I also think it's so interesting how it's like you talk about the strawberry festival and then you talk about, um, you know, it being strawberry season, then it's like hunting season, but you're not actually shooting in the strawberry and now I want a stuffed (laughs) strawberry. Um, And personally, I want to go to the muffin. Any place called the muffin, I want to go to. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Yeah, I think they're really interesting. I'm a little curious about the dialogue and some of the backstory and how they know each other because why would someone from California be in Maine and shooting things? I think that was my question because I actually don't know that many Californians who shoot, even if it's um, something at a at a carnival. Mm-hmm. There's kind of a, you know, a discomfort there. But I think, yeah, I think it's so strong on a sensory level that even if like the next line was something that made me go, what? Why did she do that? I'd probably like keep reading. Yeah, this type, this page would definitely keep me reading. And again, I think too. Because I definitely get, you know, a lot of queries with carnivals and things like that. But yeah, it does go back to what Jessica's saying is that you really do feel like you're in it. You really do feel like you're in the middle of a carnival and you're listening to this conversation between these two friends. So I absolutely would have kept reading onto the next page. No question. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Well, a few things. What, what are our lessons in this page? So first of all, imagery, incredibly mm-hmm. important. We always absolutely want to feel like we are in the story, um, whatever the story may be, even if it's nonfiction. We want to feel like we're there. I think Mm -hmm. that's a huge lesson of this page, and that really, really helps. Um, And I think also just all of these details make it so that we can be okay with not knowing everything because the way information is revealed here, it's kind of slow, but it's also... I I wouldn't say slow, actually. I would say it's we know one thing and then that almost contradicts what we know before. Mm -hmm. And then we learn another thing and then that contradicts what we know before. And that's very Mm -hmm. clever and very interesting. And if I didn't trust the narrator, it wouldn't work. But because I do, it's awesome. Yeah. And especially with all the information, I mean, it's revealed at a good pace. And I agree with you, Jessica, on that because especially within first pages. And again, first pages are really hard, like trying to figure out where to begin your story is almost, I mean, if not at least as hard as the way you end your story. So for this, I love it that you did not give into the temptation to dump a lot of, you know, do the info dump. That you didn't just say, she's my best friend and, you know, she's from California because she's here. You know, we have the question and that's what compels us to read it, but you're not putting everything on page one or hopefully not page two and all of that. 
Do we know, I mean, they don't mention this, though. Ideally, we would know for sure. We don't know how old the characters are, and we don't know what genre this is. So it could be YA. I'm assuming they're younger because of the way she mentions her dad so soon and because they're at a carnival. Um, Mm -hmm. But it could be women's fiction. It could be, yeah, it could be upmarket women's fiction. Um, It's hard to know. And And it's also kind of hard to know what's coming um sometimes you want a page that sort of foreshadows a you know it was a beautiful day day then but just wait dun 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 um (laughs) and sometimes you don't and so here i could see this going in so many different directions right now it seems like everything's okay and we don't necessarily have to have that turn on the first page but um i'm not necessarily able to guess where this is going from the first page and i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing on that next page something happens you know like Renee leaves, something happens immediately. Mm. And the temptation in this type of thing to get what that what happens, even just kind of like I was trying to like sneak it up. Yeah. It's make hard. Your, yeah. Make your margins a little smaller. I yeah. know. I was like, would they catch me? I was like, no, I'm gonna be honest with this. Um, but of course, you know, she meets someone that ends up being I mean, the second page she meets a guy. Okay. And, so, and something happens but for the two of them. Um, but then on the second chapter of the book, you realize that they both are very different people. So I've kind of started this away from the setting of the book and away for, in, a, in, in a way that they can meet on a level of being equals because everyone's equal at a carnival. But once they're back on the blueberry farm, they're not equals. Hmm. So it's a, it's, it's a story of blueberry rakers and the girl that owns the farm, but she's like a blueberry star, you know, she's an actress. Yeah. Huh. That's really interesting. So, so that's, so, so it's, it's going in a very different place. And so I guess my question once again is, do you, can you start total in a totally different place or is that risky? Starting a totally, mm, it's so yeah. hard to say. What kind of I, different place? Mm, yeah. Well, yeah. Like you said, like there the story starts it, this is romance mm-hmm. so it starts at the carnival where they meet once again on equal terms which mm-hmm. is a fair um in the second chapter you're going to see very quickly that they're from very different worlds so that is a counterbalance um what do you think about books that start with that idea i like it because you're in a really active fun place Mm-hmm. And you'll get us into the story enough and we'll we'll recognize the characters enough that wherever they go, it's going to be fine. Yeah. I okay. mean, having a strong world around them makes them seem stronger, too. So I think I think that's great. And then you're starting in an active place. It's much better than starting. And, you know, her alarm goes yeah. off. She gets in the shower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks about strawberries and the ones she might bring home that day. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it's strong. Yeah. Great, guys. Yeah. Thanks. I, I really appreciate your feedback. So how we did it. We did it. was fun to read. Yeah. So what are what are our takeaways, Julie? You know, the takeaways for me, and I read this with all the reviews from the, the Manuscript Academy's first 10 minutes with an expert, but it's a long time. Like, it's amazing how, like, I feel like we've been talking about this for, for quite a while, and I've, I definitely got a lot out of it. So just thank you. And, and we didn't read this before. So this is all things that we've thought of in this amount of time. So if there are any brave writers out there who'd like to submit their first page, again, you can just send it to academy at manuscriptwishlist.com with first page podcast in the subject line. I hope this was helpful. Each time we do one of these, we're going to see what lessons we can find in the page that are applicable to all of the work that you might be writing. Happy writing, guys. And if you like this podcast, be sure to give it a rating and 
and subscribe. That'll make it more visible in the iTunes store. And then check us out on manuscriptacademy.com.